Around the Diamond Podcast with your host, Sam Edwards, episode 205, the podcast for the baseball nerd. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. It's been way too long, way too long since I've recorded a podcast. Where have I been? Well, I've had a lot of uh, vacation time. Uh, it was freaking 4th of July. I didn't have time to record an episode. I didn't make time to record an episode. That's the gist of it, honestly. Um, but thank you for joining me on this episode. And I hope that is the longest break I have uh, for a long time. Um, because I need to get back into this. I got to get back on the train, baby. And uh, baseball season's still chugging along. And I'm here to give you the biggest sellers for the trade deadline. This is going to be a fantastic episode. I'm going to give you uh, my top three or four teams. We're going to say three teams uh, that are going to be huge sellers at the trade deadline. It, it is fast approaching. We are halfway through July already, getting so close to the deadline. I can't wait. It's one of the most exciting times of the baseball season, and I'm super excited. I am super excited. Uh, let's get into the news real quick first. Now, first off, now, because I've been gone for so long, there is way too many news to cover, okay? We've got the Rawls Chapman going to the freaking Texas Rangers, trading for one of the best relievers um, that's going to be available for this trade deadline season. Uh, we've got freaking the All-Star game last year. Uh, didn't get to watch it because I was away, um, which was disappointing, really disappointing, actually, because um, I didn't really have service, so I couldn't watch it. Um, yeah, it, th that was disappointing. Same for the Home Run Derby as well. Uh, props to Julio Rodriguez on his performance, um, defeating the longtime champ Pete Alonzo. A lot of, just a lot of stuff happened. A lot, too much stuff happened, so I'm going to cover a couple news, a couple noteworthy news. Um, first off, Shane Bieber shut down uh, for two weeks with right elbow inflammation. Little scary. Uh, not what you want to hear from your ace uh, from the Guardians. Now, the Guardians are also in an interesting spot because... I mean, they're like two and a half games out of first place. You could, they could easily steal it, but at the same time, with how not great they've been, they've been under. They're under five hundred right now. Like the, it, you could argue, you could argue that they should sell at the deadline. Um, and Bieber could have been one of those guys because pitching is at a premium. Um, I think Aaron Savali could still be up for trades. Um. I don't think they have too many other uh, contracts that are easily um, that are maybe uh, done at the end of the season. But uh, yeah, it's it's one of those situations where Bieber could have maybe been a trade piece, but now it's definitely looking like he won't be because he's going to be uh, shut down. They're uh, probably going to take another look at him uh, at the end of these two weeks and you know see where we're at. But uh, 
just tough, tough for Shane Bieber. He's having a good season, not an amazing season, but a very good season. Uh, so it sucks, sucks for the Guardians, and um, honestly, sucks for baseball, especially if there was the possibility of Shane Bieber getting moved. That would be freaking fantastic, which I do have a fantastic prediction um, that I think uh, could possibly come true, but we'll see. All right, next up on the news bracket, Grayson Rodriguez is coming back to the majors. Orioles are calling him back up. Now, first off, let's break this down. Uh, In the majors, um, Grayson had a very disappointing start to the season. 45 and a third innings pitched, a 7.35 ERA and a 5.93 FIP. Absolutely terrible. The home runs really got to him. A 258 home runs per nine, a 372 BABIP. So he definitely was getting unlucky, um, but a 4.17 walks per nine as well. That's absolutely terrible. When they're putting the ball in play, they're getting hits. When they're not, they're either walking or they're homering. That is just freaking everything is going wrong for him then. Um, he was so highly touted coming into the season. I was so excited to see how he would do. And if you told me the Orioles were doing as well as they are, I would have told you Grace Rodriguez must be pitching like a freaking ace. And that is far from the truth. Uh, super disappointing start to the season. Um, so they send him down to AAA. He's at eight starts in AAA this season. 41 and a third innings pitched. A 12.19 Ks per nine. So he is still striking out the world. Um, But he did that when he was in the majors. 11.12 Ks per nine in the majors this season. Even when he was getting destroyed, he was still striking out guys. Um, In the minors, in AAA this season, a 4.14 walks per nine. So the walks are still a major problem for him. Uh, the home runs were much less of a problem, a 0.87 home runs per nine, uh, so much more manageable, but he did get very lucky with a 247 BABIP. So it he had a 196 ERA in AAA uh, when they sent him down, a 3.58 fielding independent pitching a FIP. Um, I don't believe Grayson is going to come up and be that ace that we expected. It looks like the walks are still a major problem for him, and he's still giving up uh, home runs every once in a while. And it just, it was definitely to an unrealistic vantage point for him, um, but the control just really still seems like a problem, and I just don't think it's going to be magically fixed now. Um, he did technically dominate in AAA, but I just don't think it was... Um, uh, convincing enough. I I think he got lucky with the BABIP. I think the walks are still way too high. And it's not like he completely defeated his home run problems. Still giving up some home runs. Not half as bad uh, as the 2.58 home runs per nine. I think that's a little unrealistic. So I think he's definitely going to be better than he showed early on in this season in the majors. But I don't think he's going to be this ace that we have expected him to be, at least this season. I don't think he's going to be. Um, I think what they're looking for is a little bit of help in the rotation, a little bit of help uh, staying this pace that they've been on, this fantastic season that they've had. Um, Staying on track, I think, um, would be huge for uh, Grayson. 
keeping the team in the games and keeping them uh, in line with this absolutely stacked NL East. And that is one thing I would say is I don't expect any teams in the NL East, is in the AL East, sorry, pardon me, in the AL East uh, to sell. I do not expect that at all. That would be crazy. Now, the teams I do expect to sell, these are my biggest sellers, two weeks before the deadline. So maybe a little bit ahead of time, a little, a little bit more ahead of time than normal. Um, last year, I know I didn't start covering the deadline this uh, this early on, but uh, I think it's worth it. I think once we've had Aroldis Chapman moved, I think it's time that we start uh, thinking about some teams that are moving some guys. Uh, first off on the docket, arguably an obvious team, but we'll see, the White Sox. They've got some players that I think are definitely going to be mood, moved. <laughs> mood. <laughs> They've definitely got some players that are mood. Um, no, first off, uh, Lucas Giolito. Going to be free agent at the end of the season. He's got 112 and a third innings pitch so far. 25.3K percentage, 7.4 walk percentage. A little bit high on the walk percentage, uh, which tells me why the FIP is a little bit higher than the ARA. Right now, he is rocking a 345 ERA. And a 421 FIP. The home runs have always been a slight problem for him, a 136 home runs per nine. Um, but he's definitely doing uh, better than last season. Um, he's showing improvement. Um, he's walking less guys. And um, he is getting much luckier, though, I will say. Last year, a 340 BABIP. This year, it's a 266. I think that is very. Uh, very lucky for him. I think he could easily be having as bad of a year as last year, so I don't think he has dramatically improved um, his pitching. I just think that he is just getting a little bit luckier. And if you look at his seasons that were really good, it's mainly from having a BABIP around the 260s. Uh, in 2021, he had a 269 BABIP. 2020 had a 255 BABIP. I know that was a shortened season, but even so, 72 innings, a uh, decent amount still. All his good seasons. Last year was the only season that he's ever had a BABIP over 300. So I'm honestly not too worried about Giolito regressing. Um, I think he's going to get moved. I think he's going to get moved to a big team. And I'm super excited to see where he goes, especially with how um, big of a turn return you could get. I know he's a rental. He's done at the end of the season. But trading for Giolito, I feel like that gives you a good chance of possibly re-signing him in the offseason. Um, coming up. Next, we have Lance Lynn on the White Sox. Now, Lance Lynn is freaking 36 years old, which is absolutely insane. And you could say he's aging. I don't think he is. First off, the Ks are still there. A 27.7 K percentage, 8.3 walk percentage. So a little bit higher in both respects than Giolito. Um, a 6.06 ERA, but a 4.95 FIP. Both, both not very good at all. Um, you could argue he shouldn't require that big of a uh, return. The home runs are really getting to him right now. A 1.99 home runs per nine, a 20.3 home run per fly ball percentage. I think that will self-correct. I think that's way too high uh, for a home run per fly ball percentage. And I think that's going to self-correct itself. I think he's going to be much improved. I have believed in Lance Lynn quite a bit this season. And, I mean, I've been disappointed quite a bit. Um, he's just shaky. He's just very shaky and just feels kind of like a boomer bust type guy. Um, 
but I do think he gets moved. I think he gets moved to a team that thinks they can really turn around. Um, you could argue possibly the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, you could also argue the Houston Astros could be um, buyers here because they both need starting pitching. And they've already come out and said they need starting pitching. Um, and I think Lance Lynn strikes me as a guy that could easily go to one of those teams and absolutely freaking dominate. So we shall see. But either way, I think the White Sox are going to be trading these dudes. Um, maybe not Lance Lynn because teams are maybe a little scared of uh, how he has been or how he has not been, um, I should say. Uh but a guy who has been dominating for them that I think is definitely going to get moved. He is a free agent at the end of this season, Kenyon Middleton. Now, coming into this season, man, he had a 529 ERA last year uh, in limited time with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Did not expect this type of start from him, but he has been absolutely freaking fantastic. He's got a 3 ERA. He's got a 392 FIP. 33 innings pitched and a and freaking what's his K percentage? My gosh, a uh, 31.2 K percentage, 9.4 walk percentage, which is a little high, but even so, with how good he has been, it's been fantastic to watch to see. And good for Kenyon Middleton, man, really turning his career around at this point. And he could be a number. He could be a really good get uh, for a team that's looking to upgrade their bullpen. I'm curious. I'm really curious to see how this goes. Uh, next up, a team that is hotly debated these days, but it is the San Diego Padres. I, you know, what a tough team to uh, to gauge. They're 44 and 50 right now, 10 games back of first place. It's crazy. It's honestly crazy how bad they've been. Uh, I had them winning the division preseason. I'll admit it. Hands up. Uh and I think I think they're ready to move some guys. I mean, AJ Preller does not sit around. He does not wait for things to happen. He goes out and gets it done. He's got a lot of guys that are could be on expiring contracts. Blake Snell, chief among them. He's dominated this season. A 271 ERA, a 355 FIP, over 103 innings pitched, striking out the world. Uh, the walk percentage is classically high, 12.1 walk percentage, which is absolutely uh, kind of crazy. Um, Snell has always been one of those guys that's struggled with control, but uh, yeah, this season's been a little rough for him. Um, I'm curious. I'm super curious, honestly, if he gets traded. Um, he is a free agent at the end of the season. Um, home runs have been a problem for him in the past, but not really this season. It's been pretty fine slash in line with his career, which is a little erratic. Um, but he's still striking out the world. He's got 103 innings pitched so far. Looking good, looking healthy. I think he definitely gets moved. And something that, you know, could this could be a big prediction here, but I think freaking the Tampa Bay Rays go out and get Blake Snell. Uh, that might be kind of crazy to say, but I think they bring him back. I think they bring back Blake Snell. I think they love they love the little uh, rental piece, trading a lot, and I think Tampa is the type of team to really try and take advantage of the position that they are in at the top of the East and how good they've been this season. I think they're going to upgrade their pitching in a big way, and I think it could definitely be a guy like 
Blake Snell. Now, you could argue if they're going to make a trade with the Padres, you could argue um, Seth Lugo as well, who could be a free agent this season. Um, Michael Waka, who has player options and club options this coming offseason. Um, he's, also, he's also having a fantastic season, a 284 ERA, um, a less nice FIP at 3.74. Um, still getting the job done, though, not striking out the world, um, not doing amazing, but doing very well for himself. 85 innings pitched, and like I said, with how how high a price point pitching is going to be for this deadline, it's Waka will still get you a great return, I would bet. Same with Lugo as well. 69 innings pitched for him. Also not striking out the world, but not walking the world either. 4.5 walk percentage compared to the 22.2K percentage for Seth Lugo. He's got a 378 ERA and a 359 FIP on the season. I think he could be... He could definitely, I think Lugo's definitely moved. Um, he's 33 years old. There's no reason for the Padres to try and hold on to him and cling to him. Um, I think he could easily be moved, and I think Snell has moved as well. I think the Padres are in a position where they they need to make a move, dude. They're 10 games back of first place. There's no rebounding from this. There really isn't. I don't think there is. Now, they've got the talent on the roster, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I think they have to make a move, and it's going to be soon. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think it's about time because they've had a lot of things not go their way, and they need to start thinking seriously about this team and how they have underperformed. It's been rough. Now you still have Tatis Jr. Ha Seung Kim has shown himself to be a, a very quality player. You still have Juan Soto, obviously, who's still a fantastic star hitter. Um, with a higher walk percentage than K percentage. But Xander Bogarts, your big addition, has not performed very well. Manny Machado, even on the season, has still not performed very well. I still think he's better than he has shown, but we, we, we'll we see. We'll see. But I think the Padres sell. I think I think they're a big seller this coming uh, this coming deadline, man. It's going to be crazy. Uh, final team before I leave you guys. Another, you could argue, obvious team, uh, but here we go, is the St. Louis Cardinals. Last place, I am still shocked with how poorly they have played. I know most of it is the rotation. It's just been really, really bad, but I really thought the offense was going to be better. I really thought they'd be really good, and it just has not worked out thus far really shocking honestly um now we knew the rotation was going to be rough but i thought it was going to be good enough to carry them along but it just has not been the case who are the guys getting moved okay guys we got jordan montgomery gonna get traded definitely i think it's a fire sale honestly i don't well you know let me hold back not a fire sale because i don't think arenado or goldschmidt is gone i think paul DeYoung is gone he is He's done after the season anyways. Trade him to a team that needs a shortstop, <laughs> the Red Sox, and uh, Jack Flaherty. I think Jack Flaherty's gone. He's pitched 98 and two-thirds innings pitched so far this season. 11.8 walk percentage. That's way too high. Uh, he has gotten unlucky, though, a 343 BABIP. So I would give him um, some respect there. A 429 ERA and a 405 FIP. He's been fine. He's been abs- he's been the epitome of fine, which fine these days, you'll take it. You'll take it if you're uh, friggin' 
the Red Sox, the Yankees, you will take it. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, however, has been fantastic. A 323 ERA, over 103 innings pitched, a 355, uh, 353 uh, fielding independent pitching. For Jordan Montgomery, I think he's definitely moved. He's a free agent at the end of the season. It was a great grab by the Cardinals last year by, at the trade deadline that they got him from the Yankees. I, I think he gets moved. I think they get some good young guys for them. Um, I think Ryan Helsley could get moved. I don't know if he will be because he's still under control, so I don't know if they would do that. Um, I know they're looking at next year. They're kind of looking at a retooling right now. I think Jordan Hicks could easily be gone. Um, he's still striking out uh, a crazy, crazy amount, 32.2K percentage, but he's also walking a crazy amount, 132 walk percentage. Uh, kind of crazy there. But uh, I think Jordan Hicks could also be very much gone. Uh, but we'll see, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think they're trading them. I think uh, Tyler O'Neill, you could argue, should be traded as well. He's going to be done at the end of the season. He is um, about to come off the IL. So you could say he's not ha- hasn't been healthy enough, but you could say they could find um, somebody that just desperately needs outfield help. Um, and you know, he's still got some stuff left in the tank. Obviously, he's been injured a lot this season, um, so maybe you shouldn't bet on it. And if they do trade him, I doubt the return will be crazy. Um, but he does still have a high ceiling, so I'm kind of curious to see what happens. Either way. Cardinals are going to be a big seller, I think. Um, Relievers could get moved. I think a lot of their rotation could get moved. Um, It's going to be a real uh, retooling for the Cardinals. Um, But yeah, they could be a huge seller. Absolutely huge seller. All right, guys. It's a shorter episode than normal. This is me getting back into the swing of things. I hope next week's episode is going to be much better, I think. Um, But I appreciate you listening to this episode. This is me getting back into the swing of things. I've had a long time off. i got to get back out there and uh, get back in the baseball world. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I'll see you back next week. Have a good one.